Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. On SENSA, welcome to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Sandful Show here on SEN. Damon Adams with you alongside four-time Central's Premiership star, Andrew Hayes. Good afternoon, Hazy. How are you, mate? Good afternoon to you, Damon. Good afternoon to uh, the loyal SEN listeners. It's been um, an interesting week. Um, saw the state game, which was fantastic result uh, for the West End State team. But um, local footy returns this weekend. It's good. Always good to be coming in off a Crow Eaters win. Uh, hard fought in the end. Really, it came down to, to a last shot from WA, which hit the post uh, and gave us the 49-48 ledger against the West. So it was a four-point difference in the end. So, um, And it looked like uh, SA were going to run away with it for the most part of the game, but WA hung in there off the back of some really good performances from some of their boys. And it's got to be said as well that they're missing a lot of state league players yeah. to AFL duty. So they put up a hell of a show. But um, look, SA got the win, and that's all that matters in the Hayden Bunton Junior Cup stays in the hands of SA and a nice little bit of a gap now in terms of head-to-head, which is nice. It's going to be interesting. Uh, we're later in the show going to be speaking to Casey Voss. This guy's name has been all over the shop. He, he turned up on SEN's Gary and Tim this week. Uh, he's going to be joining us because he, of course, won the Foss Williams medal for best player of field. Um, and now he's being taught right in the mix for the AFL mid-season draft. And so he should be, of course, the son of the great Michael Voss. And what we do know is that he's not going to pop up at Carlton. (laughs) (laughs) He's shot him down. He's already brutally said that, look, no, we're not going to go in that direction. Which is a bit stiff. I would have thought if dad's a head coach and you're playing some amazing footy like Casey's playing, you'd say, look, dad, if if all else fails, surely the Blues will throw me a lifeline and give me a rookie spot. But that's not going to happen. He has to go somewhere, surely. He's been so good for so long now. It's a good couple of years where he's really been good. Um, won the best and fairest last year. So he's proved that it wasn't just a fluke, yeah. the Foss Williams medal that he picked up on the weekend. He's been really good for a long time. He finds the ball. He gets himself into really good spots. He combines so well with Will Coombless in that back line. 15 marks he took in a yeah, state game. swept across that half-back line. I can tell you as well, it is, it is next level. It's quicker. It's closer to an AFL game than, than probably – it feels like a grand final playing in a state game because it is the best of the best with the state league players. The, the tempo of the game is just much, much quicker. It's absolutely hot. And don't worry, the players are going at 100%. So for Casey Voss to put in a performance like that in what will be this season his biggest game, unless he plays in a grand final, really, really impressive stuff. And we've seen the recruiters as well. Guys like John Noble, Will Snelling, um, Noel back in the day as well. They're looking at those games yeah, and saying, absolutely, if you can perform in a, in a match like that, it's a really big tick. You love players giving a, a wonderful account of themselves right 
at the right time. Now, what's going to be particularly interesting, we've spoken to Sandford coaches um, and the potential of them losing players mid-season at the the wrong time, players that are ridiculously difficult to replace. Of course, uh, Jade Sheedy lost uh, James Cheetahs and Jack Hayes right at the start of the year. The mid-season draft does weaken the pool. And if you're Marty Matner right now, of course you want the best for Casey and all the players, you know, under your care. But worst case scenario for Sturt? Uh, I don't think I don't think Marty would think that. Probably not. Because I think as a whole as well, Sturt's been reasonably lucky in yeah. that space. I mean, if we if we talk to Jared Wright and the South Adelaide guys, maybe they're uh, probably sitting in um, have a bit of a different attitude on all these types of things. Particularly if they lost somehow lost a ruckman. Jeez, imagine if they lost Keegan Brooks again oh, in the no, midseason well, draft. Not again. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be around when Buffer gets that phone call, but. I feel like Marty Matner, given from where he's come from, his unbelievable AFL career, his stint in the AFL system back at a, at, a, at a spot where he is right now, and some of the guys, the mature age guys who have gone through and got an opportunity, I think of Paddy Wilson, that he would be delighted if Casey Voss got an opportunity. And they run very, very deep, Sturt, so they'll be absolutely fine. Well, stick around and you'll hear from Casey Voss. Also coming up the show, we're going to be speaking to Crows, Sandful coach Mick Godden. Of course, they're, they're doing great guns this year in terms of the, the strength of their reserves team. They're healthy. They're just absolutely healthy. Um, and, geez, there's some pretty high-profile players just sort of doing the rounds at the minute. Um, so we'll see what happens with selection tomorrow. But what do they lose, Riley Thilthorpe? I mean, if technically Matthew Nix is looking for a game where, or maybe a couple of games where he dominates, um, that hasn't happened because he's mixed COVID with injury. Yeah. So he hasn't had an opportunity, but I mean, it feels like you're getting to the stage where he has to play at AFL level. Matt Crouch, will he be there? Riley O'Brien, both of those guys, if you're reading between the lines and what's been said by assistant coaches, etc., they're probably going to play in the sample this weekend. So it's a really stacked midfield um, full of AFL listed players. The difference between Port Adelaide and the Crows really struggling is when they've got injuries and yeah. you've got six or seven top-ups. They don't have it at the Crows, and they're flying. One thing that we're really looking forward to today, we're going to be joined by Central's great James Gowans. You know this man quite personally. Uh, it feels like everyone knows the Gowans twins personally, for, for whatever reason. They're, they're seriously high-profile, yeah, the twins. Yeah, of course. Everyone knows who they are. You don't win nine flags in this town without having a profile about it. It's weird. It's, it's, not, even just, it's not even just the football. It's just that their, their personalities were so incredibly large that if anyone says or finds out that you played for Central Districts at any time, the first question is, oh, what are the twins like? <laughs> Each and every time. Oh, what are the twins like? Yeah, you know, yeah they're... They're awesome. They're how, really good you, guys. So that's how you answer the question, or do you do you instantly go into anecdotes about them? Oh, there's always a story. The, the go-to story is um, what you see. They, they just wear their hearts. They always wore, wore their hearts on their sleeves. So what you what you would see is what you got. They weren't different off the field. They were larger than life on the field. Yeah. And I think off, they're exactly the same. Like a straight away go-to story, which is one of the first things that I learned about Chris and James Gowns and the way that they get, and just how competitive they were as well. That's why they were so good is because everything was a competition, absolutely everything, uh, not just between themselves, but between teammates and everything. It was good, healthy competition that made you really, really good. Um, I remember one of my first games, we were playing against Glenelg and first quarter, first quarter I reckon we were up by like 35 points. Yep. Uh, second quarter, uh, we lost a quarter. And we're up by about 25 points. 
And then we go into the change rooms and think, well, hey, they got a, they got on top of us in that second quarter. That's okay. We must have just got a little bit lazy. Still healthy lead. Chris and James are starting to argue with each other. It turned into real solid insults. The best thing about their arguments is that they're so <laughs> identical in every single way. Yeah. One of them would call the other one, oh, you're a fat this and this. And you go, well, you're a fat this and this. And you yeah. go, guys, if you throw them personal insults at each other, you're exactly the same. <laughs> the genetics are there, boys. You're effectively saying that to yourself. <laughs> so just just think about that. But I remember it was halftime of this game, and we're still up by 25 at halftime, and they ended up getting in a full-blooded fist fight with each other. God. Which, and I'm just sitting there going, hang on, we're winning the game. What's happening here? What's, gonna, what's it going to be like if we're down? But... It was a bit of an argument, probably about something that was happening in the midfield. And that's how unbelievably seriously they took it. And that's the sort of standards that they set. And they did that throughout their whole career, which is a giant reason why it wasn't just them. It was a core bunch of senior players. Why the dogs were so good because of guys like that setting standards. It wasn't just on game day as well. It could have been Monday afternoon uh, during the preseason. They'd go just as hard. Well, they helped build a dynasty. Hey, Hazy, let's just put a little bit of attention on the Sandful W finals. Uh, North Adelaide, 11-5-71, defeated Sturt. Cruising into the prelim, Sturt only 14 points for the day. And the Tigers, 5-7-37 and a hard-fought win over South Adelaide. The Panthers, 3-3-21, which means that Sturt will face off against Glenelg. Wigan Oval this Sunday in the prelim final. Yeah, it's good. So I still get another opportunity as to Glenelg to uh, jump in and join North for that Sample W grand final. If you get an opportunity as well to go see some Sample uh, W action, go do and go uh, support because um, it's a really, really good standard now. It's been developing for the last sort of few years, but just like the AFLW, it's taken massive strides. Yeah. Let's uh, put our attention towards the new round of Sample footy. It's back and the signature match, of course, this was sounded out right before the season started, is the Russell Ebert tribute match. They're heading to Loxton. Uh, it's the Bloods against the Magpies. How do you see this one playing out on Sunday? Well, I think we know the direction it's probably going to go in terms of the score. Uh, Port Adelaide will go in as heavy favourites uh, and also pretty solid contributor potentially in the forward line. Charlie Dixon's going to play. Charles Dixon. So that's that's all but being confirmed. We'll wait for the team's as confirmation tomorrow night, but he spoke on Channel 10 early in the week saying he's probably going to play in the Maggie. So that's going to be a really nice matchup because you would expect that Caden Brand goes to him. Um, he's going to get plenty of service probably in the midfield. Hamish Hartlett expected to come back in for the Bloods as well. So some big names coming back for both sides. Um, but for what it's all about, Russell Ebert tribute match, it's a beautiful special occasion. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. There's, there's some ripping fixtures, in fact, this round. Uh, Eagles up against Adelaide, Nord against Central Districts, uh, the Bays up against uh, the Panthers, and North Adelaide against the Double Blues. That one I'm looking forward to. Uh, yeah, take your pick of which match uh, you think would be match of the round. Friday night at Woodville Oval as well. I'm looking forward. I'm going to be out there and having a look at that game. We're going to um, do some uh, some commentating through the sample stream. That'll be good because I've never seen night football at Woodville Oval. That's yeah. a new thing that started this year. Um, and I'm not sure exactly who I would tip. Uh, you've got the Eagles who are just in a really good spot at the moment and the Crows are absolutely fine. Maybe I'd tip the Eagles just because they're on their home deck. Interesting to see as well, uh, Mickey Godden and the way that he goes about it because he is an absolute favourite son of the Eagles. Back at Woodville Oval, coaching the Crows against his old side. Well, we'll see how he feels as he comes on to the Sandful Show this afternoon. Sandful is back and the Sandful Show is cooking along thanks to Host Plus. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.